0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Yeah, don't it sound so epic? Horns are screaming, I ain't the one you wanna mess with. Use a joke, I ain't the one you wanna jest with. The battle's coming, you only got a few seconds to run. Yeah. Hey everybody, this is Matt from Cincy Jungle flying solo on the Chalk Talk today because rather than talk about the Browns, there are some things that we need to talk about with this Bengals team and what is going on in the locker room. So I'm not in the locker room, so all we really can do is speculate. And that's all anybody's doing right now with the, the limited amount the media is able to access this year. But Bengals players are upset. Alright, and we've seen some Bengals players uh, come out and express that. Now, this is a young, inexperienced coaching staff in many ways, uh, but they're dealing with some similar types of issues in Dallas, and and that is not a young, inexperienced coaching staff. Right, that's a that's a coach that, that went to the Super Bowl uh, at the at the head position, and there are some talented guys on that staff all around, and you know they're facing some. Some similar issues uh, with mostly veterans, you know, revolting <laughs> to some extent uh, and coming out and, and expressing their displeasure, if that's a word. Uh, now, we'll look at the Bengals specifically, obviously, and, and I'm just pointing it out because look, it's going on elsewhere and it's not, it's not that these guys are young and don't know what they're doing because uh, it's happening in Dallas and that's a different type of situation there. Let's we'll talk, uh, talk specifically, you know, about social media. Uh, you know, Darius Phillips, uh, his post last week. Sean Williams, you know, don't you know about not wasting talent and specifically, you know, their own talent. So look, those guys aren't happy with their playing time. Um, that's okay. <laughs> you know, people aren't happy with their playing time sometimes. And and look, Sean Williams is a guy I've I've defended. I think that they should be using more of personally, but. A lot of Bengals fans don't particularly like him. There's a lot of you listening right now that wanted him to get cut. And, I mean, like, you can't have it both ways. You can't say, oh, look, Taylor's lost the locker room because this guy's, you know, he's not happy. And also say... Well, I don't want him to be on the team anyway. So, I mean, it, it, essentially, you're you're agreeing that he shouldn't be playing that much. So that doesn't really mesh very well. But look, this is just social media culture right now. I mean, this is something we have to accept. Um, I did not grow up in in this culture personally, but I've you know spent enough time uh, you know in coaching and being around people, and you just got to understand like this is going to happen. And I think Taylor and his staff has done a, a good job of you know understanding that and saying you know, not getting worked up because players are are dealing with things in that way. And that's the way that I'm sure the coaching staff would prefer. Um, I would prefer as a, as a coach myself, but you kind of got to deal with it because that's what it is. All right. And how many of you have just like me, you know, complained about something all right through the necessary channels and and complaining uh, with customer service, uh, You don't hear anything, but when you tweet it, all of a sudden you get a response. So that's uh, what—that's the culture, and that's what we've been taught. That's what's being reinforced right now. So um, for better or worse, that's what it is, and you can't can't really look too negatively at it because it is what it is. Um, You don't have any control over that. So has Taylor lost the locker room? No. All right, absolutely not. I think that's a that's a huge jump. That, uh that some people are making we've seen news reports out of cincinnati that say the same that no he hasn't it's a it's a select few um that are displeased um i think it's pretty clear when you watch joe burrow and zach taylor in press conferences uh they're speaking the same language all right those two are on the same page and joe burrow is all in all right it's one or two things either he is completely all in and he buys into zach taylor or he is incredibly well coached by uh, by their communication staff uh, which like like that's that's reaching right to say that, that that's the case if they're putting that much effort into it I think that, that you know things are going pretty well probably so um, there those guys are on the same page so as much as some of you may not like Taylor the big guy does alright Joe likes him Joe believes in him uh, that faith is there so Taylor also in you know speaking of his press conferences he's not pointing fingers right Um, you know he's he's people talk about coach speak but look all these things are true like well we need to make you know we need to work harder we need to improve in this area Um, there was one or two players that could have won that game it was absolutely true all right and somebody followed up on that by the way with oh well what were the couple of plays like no they're everywhere all right and in and, and any of those games, I can you know, easily find a dozen plays that could have changed the course of those games. There are some obvious ones, right? Uh, he connects with John Ross in, in the Chargers game on that touchdown. Maybe they win that game, mm-hmm. all right? Obviously. So that's just one, one example. But look, when, he, when they're talking to Taylor, like after this week, he said the offense needed to score in the second half. The offense needed to do more in the second half to win that game. And some people are saying, well, geez, it was the defense. The defense was terrible. But look, Taylor coaches the offense. So when he's asked those questions, he's going to put it on the offense. He's going to talk about the offense because that's his position group. That's putting it on on himself more than anything. He's not going to be like, oh, defense stinks, right? You know, he's ultimately responsible for everything. But that's putting it on a different group of guys. Same thing with Jim Turner, by the way, right? Uh, people have complained about Jim Turner defending his guys, Um, I've seen people say that. Look, that's a good thing, right? His guys are his guys, all right? And I I don't think they're going to go out and and sign Spain. Hopefully they do, but I don't think they're going to do that. Um, But, look, these guys aren't going anywhere. Bobby Hart's the right tackle until somebody steps up. And right now it's not Fred Johnson, and I don't think right now it's Hakeem Adenogy either, all right? Maybe it is in the year, but I don't think it's those guys right now. So they've got what they've got at this point. He needs to defend his guys, all right? Because those are his guys. That is when you lose a locker room when you start pointing fingers. When, you know, Jim Turner got up there and said, well, this guy can't play at right guard, this guy can't play at left guard, this guy's a terrible at right tackle well, yeah, then they're going to get worse. They're not going to play for it at that point, right? If if you want to lose the defense as an offensive coach, right, go ahead and go into a press conference and say, yeah, we blew that lead in that second quarter, right? You're not going to say that. That's how you lose the locker room. So, no, Taylor has not lost the locker room. Now, let's talk about what's going on here. Look, it's a lot of veterans, right? And, and, and people point to them and they say, well, the veterans know what's going on. But, look, these veterans are marvin lewis guys all right they're they're marvin lewis carryovers marvin lewis did some really good things in cincinnati he took a very bad football team and made it into a good football team he never made it into a great football team he never won a playoff game all right i I have a ton of respect for him for everything he was able to do in cincinnati but he was never able to do that so that's what this is about all right it's not about hey the Bengals sucked last year let's make them competitive in the you know to get to the playoffs again, it's about let's make them a Super Bowl contender. We got the quarterback. Let's put some things together, and we talk about changing the culture again. Not coach speak. It's a real thing, right? It is definitely a real thing. So, look, since the guys that are are voicing their displeasure, which largely ties in with their own playing time, all right, since these guys are carryovers from the previous staff. Maybe that's an indication that they're wrong, all right, that they're just having trouble adjusting, having trouble changing, having trouble getting on board with this new coaching staff that is trying to change things, that is trying to turn things around, all right? I don't know if they're the guys that, that are going to do it or not, all right, the, this new coaching staff, but for them to have an opportunity to, everybody needs to be on board, all right, and, and look, yes. Taylor has not, you know, Taylor's won, won three games so far, okay? But that's not completely on the coaching staff, all right? Uh, like, they need to get that buy-in, all right? They need to figure that stuff out. And I, it's nothing personal, all right? I think we tend to, in, in life, we look at, at uh, dispositional causes rather than situational causes, all right? So, somebody does something bad, they're a bad person, all right? That's disposition. But the majority of people aren't bad people, all right? The majority of time when somebody does something bad, it's the situation, all right? Um, They're uncomfortable, they're not in a good spot, you know, they were pushed the wrong way, whatever it is, situational causes. So think about a job that you've had where a new boss comes in and things change. And maybe a coworker who has been a really good worker and a good friend of yours for years, all of a sudden they're a problem all right they're not on board they don't want to change change is difficult change is painful right and sometimes people aren't on board with these things and and they just they just can't turn around i mean you know sometimes it just takes a minute you know like it takes a little bit of time you gotta you know you gotta go through and it's rough and sometimes they just gotta go all right and they'll tend to bring people in, you know, if you've been in that situation with your friend, right? Then you face that dilemma. Should I, I join, all right, and and be displeased or should I get on board and, and try and make this thing, you know, what the new boss wants it to be and, and do my job? And I mean, really at the end of the day, they're not bad people. They're not really bad teammates and it shouldn't tarnish their their legacy. If they're not feeling what's going on, maybe it's just not right for them. Maybe it's just not a good fit. Again, we've all had that sort of situation with jobs too, where it's like, all right, this this can work, but not for me, you know? So I'm not talking about anybody specifically, but you know, maybe some of these guys, either they either need to fight through it and, and figure it out and get on board. And I think that's what Taylor's trying to do with guys. I, I think that's why they have not traded... Some of these veterans, uh, as we talked about last year, I think I think Taylor wants everybody in. But it might not work that way. All right. Sometimes, but here's, here's the thing. Sometimes these guys that fight you, and, and I've been through this situation before where, where um, brand new coaching staff coming in. I was a part of a, a brand new coaching staff coming in. And, you know, some guys will buy in right away, you know, or they'll try to. Um, but the guys that you really have to fight like they end up being your strongest supporters if they make it right sometimes they don't make it sometimes they gotta go uh, but the, it, it's one of two things they become they become a problem they have to go or they become your staunchest supporters all right because they tried to fight it and it took so much to get them over that once you win them over you know they are really all in they're those players that you, you need to succeed I've also seen it the other way um, you know when you're deep into the season, having some kind of ups and downs, you know, having an up and down year and player who was, was starting had done some really good things uh, for us. You know, one day we we're just out of practice and he was just, something was wrong. Um, and another coach actually kind of, you know, the the, the head guy actually kind of spotted him. It was like, Hey man, why don't you, why don't you take a break? Why don't you, you know, like won't you go in for a little bit, you know, we'll talk after practice, I can tell something's not right. And, this this guy just became a problem, like right there, right then and there. Uh, we, we we were trying to stop it, uh, trying to hold it off, and then basically the guy refused to to step aside, um, and essentially got cut right there in the practice field. Um, when that guy left, a huge weight was lifted off the entire position group. And because I had been blinded by the success this guy had had in the past and by the fact that, that he had been good for us in the past, um, whatever the change was, it had been bringing these guys down for weeks, and I didn't even know it. Um, and that's, that's on me for not realizing that. But the point I'm trying to make here is uh, sometimes a guy going you know, can be a good thing and and it's nothing against them you know they can find success somewhere else but sometimes people gotta go and and that's what it comes down to especially when you're changing especially when you're new especially when you're trying to do some different things take things to a new place sometimes the guys gotta go so we'll see what happens with that but look believe me this is not about a grudge right these coaches want to win these coaches realize that their jobs are on the line every day right and that's one thing that every coach in America <laughs> knows right your job is on the line every day you are always coaching for your job <clears throat> and so things aren't about aren't about grudges now look if it, if somebody's becoming a problem and they're being like disciplined like hey you're not going to play as much because you know like until you get on board with this that's not a grudge that's that's coaching that's leadership that's something that's going to happen. All right. Um, and usually the, you know, the, my coach hates me thing is you just lying to yourself, you know? So let, let's talk specifically about some of these things. And look, we don't know what's going on with all these situations, but, uh, you know, Phillips voice and displeasure. Um, he's basically splitting time with LaShawn Sims. Look, watch the film. Sims hasn't been playing that well. I, I think I know he's banged up. So maybe, maybe that's what it is. But They don't have a cornerback number two right now. They're trying to create one from a combination of Phillips and Sims uh, Because neither one of them can really be the guy they need right now All right, they're, they're missing that without Trey Waynes. All right. That, that's a fact you can watch, watch the film. All right, Ike Phillips I know we all like Phillips um, He's just a step behind where he needs to be Way too much. All right. Just a lot right now. I uh, watched the last Browns game. I mean, that, that's a great example of that um, Carlos i okay. unhappy with his usage. Look, Lawson's been playing really well. Carlos kind of need to be a situational guy. All right, fully agreed with that move of kind of flipping those guys. And honestly, I didn't think it was going to be that big of a deal. Um, I was, however, very confused when Hubbard went out, and that didn't mean more for Lon Dunlap. So that I don't get. But look, the, the initial you know quote unquote demotion. I get it. Um, we'll talk more about Carlos and his response in a minute here. Gino, Gino's hurt. All right. And, and that's what I've thought all along and I've said it and people have fought me on it. Uh, but then this week on, on the Bengals booth podcast, lap said the same thing. He's like, look, he probably needs surgery and he's just trying to fight through the medical staff. is probably telling the Bengals that he can't go that much. Um, so, I think that's medical. I again, why? It makes no flipping sense. <laughs> they're not playing him more than they are, and they're and they're getting all these other guys in here. It's got to be a medical thing, and I don't have insider information on that. But I feel like if Dave Lapham's saying that, then that you can take it to the bank. So you didn't hear from me. You heard it from Lapp. I mean, you know, go and listen to that podcast. Like Sun still messed up with the guy's shoulder. And, and that's that's got to be what that's all about because it's the only thing that makes sense okay so look let's let's point some fingers to the coaching staff now communication has definitely been a problem so we talked about the Carlos uh, Dunlap benching he read it on a on a whiteboard minutes before he went into a zoom meeting that's not cool all right um, there was also uh, Elise Jesse uh, who a uh, friend of the podcast you should give her a follow on, on Twitter great Bengals inside or cover the Bengals for seven years? At least seven years. Anywho, uh so uh Elise recently tweeted she's she's had people uh players, uh, you know, telling her that Al Golden is is making the defensive calls on third down. And nobody understands why. So <laughs> um look. I i if that's what they're doing, that's what they're doing. Um there's a lot of different ways to do things and I am all in for, for trying different things. Um, the issue here is that the defense doesn't understand it. So that again speaks to communication. All right. That that they're not saying, Hey, we're doing this with Al this year. Um, you know, he's got this experience. Uh, this is going to, you know, allow us to divide and conquer a little bit better, you know, like something like, it, like the fact that they don't, have any idea why they're doing it um that's my issue with it right not it in and of itself um but the lack of communication so i definitely think that's something that's a little bit funky with this team um overall though look look with with these guys that are frustrated it's it's about them and it's about how they respond so aj green you know all the amateur lip readers were out there uh, saying he was saying just trade me in the sidelines or whatever um who knows guess what he, he put things together and he had a really good game last week um very productive uh in that in that colts game so he was able to flip that switch this is what los needs to do and this is what that instagram um chip eating session used to do there's a lot more going on there actually charlie, uh the, 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 there's some uh, you know good reports from the inquire those guys got what is going on with it um you know, specifically specifically charlie at the inquire understood what was going on so there's some things that he was getting at there but look basically he admitted he didn't do a very good job of communication obviously they didn't do it do it either um but at the end of the day, you got to handle your business. So hopefully this refocuses him and allows him to take a, a turn and, and turn a corner just like A.J. did. They're going to need some pass rush, all right, and, and whether he's playing 50 reps or 30 reps in this game you know, or less, uh, what can he do when he is out there? Can he put Baker Mayfield on the ground? Um, can he really step up and be, you know, be what this, this team needs him to be on the field? All right? so he's gonna have he's gotta have that AJ reaction and turn that corner. All right, and again, some, a lot of these other guys, it's 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 playing that. We talked about the Sean Williams thing. We talked about the Darius Phillips thing. All right, guys, you know, look, if you're not happy with your role, you, you gotta work. <laughs> right, you know, um, you gotta work at it. Right, you gotta work hard. You gotta redouble your efforts. You gotta focus. Again, these guys aren't holding grudges. It's not about that, because. They're not going to have their jobs very long if it is, all right? It's not about that, all right? If you don't like what your role is, this is, look, this is for everything in life. you don't like where you're at, work harder, work smarter, figure it out. And that's what these guys had to do. And at a certain point, self-awareness comes in as well, you know? Maybe these, you know, this guy shouldn't be starting at this point in his life, at this point in his career. Maybe this guy, you know, you gotta figure out what was the best for you. How can you be successful now? All right, obviously, you're pushing for what you really want, but then you've got to also understand yourself. Your limitations, you know. Like I, I talk about you know, working harder and doing all this stuff, but you know, at the end of the day, nobody listening to this podcast probably is, is playing in the NFL anytime soon. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, as much as you you may want it, as as hard as you might work at it, it's not going to happen for most of, most of us. Um, so there is a, a, a dose of self awareness that has to come with this stuff as well. All right, so let's sum up. However long I've been talking. Uh, in about 30 seconds here um, I don't think Taylor's lost This locker room I think Joe Burrow's on board with him I don't think Zach Taylor's going anywhere anytime soon So We gotta You know We gotta rally behind that And realize that's what it is right now Alright um, And and hopefully Hopefully they're right You know And hopefully it's just about Figuring out a few things Moving a couple pieces all right, uh, they obviously need to m- uh, make a few additions in the offseason. they are lacking in a, in a few areas that we won't get into at this time. Uh, but also, you know, just getting that full buy-in from everybody um, is huge to taking that next step. All right, and I'll tell you what, that kind of collapse against, uh, against Indy in the second quarter. Um, bouncing back from that, coming in, in with a win this week, getting a little bit of confidence, um, beating the cross state rival, that could be huge. All right. That could be a, a potential turning point. They're going to have another tough one you know, coming up a week later. But then you get the bye week and you can really, really focus. And they've got a lot of winnable g- games after the bye week. All right. They've got some divisional games too, but they've got a lot of, you know, really winnable games after the bye week. So that's where I'm at with them. All right. I don't think they've lost anything personally. I don't think they've lost anything. Um, they need to keep fighting And they need to figure out Some of these Some of these things And figure out Look Is You know How can we get these guys involved uh, What's the best fit For this person And If they're in They're in And if they're not They're not And if they're not Then You know Thank you next You know And and It stinks Cause we're You know Some of the guys A couple of the guys We're talking about are longtime time Bengals favorites But sometimes it's just not right anymore. And everybody's got to move on, which is better for everybody involved. So this is Bengals Chalk Talk. Uh, (laughs) A a little bit gloomy uh, at the end there. But, look, these are real things. And and I relate it because I've I've seen it and I've experienced it. I've been through and I've been on. Look, I've been the bad guy in these situations. No doubt. Right? (laughs) Like, um, and I've been on the right and the wrong side of that stuff. Um, I've, I've seen it lots of times you know as a player as a coach so relaying that uh and but i think it's it's relatable to a lot of people and i I think if you think about your own life and your own jobs like you can see some of those things that that have happened so this is Bengals chalk talk thank you for joining me today check out the uh narragansett pregame show coming up on sunday it'll be at 11 o'clock we've got a special guest fan of the week this week, so make sure you're joining us for that as we count down to the Browns matchup and get you ready to go. who day. Coming